0: January 28th, Matthew chapter 18, verse 21, through chapter 19, verse 12. Then Peter came to him and asked, Lord, how often should I forgive someone who sins against me? Seven times? No, Jesus replied, seventy times seven. For this reason, the kingdom of heaven can be compared to a king who decided to bring his accounts up to date with servants who had borrowed money from him. In the process, one of his debtors was brought in who owed him millions of dollars. He couldn't pay. So the king ordered that he, his wife, his children, and everything he had be sold to pay the debt. But the man fell down before the king and begged him, "Oh, sir, be patient with me, and I will pay it all. Then the king was filled with pity for him, and he released him and forgave his debt. But when the man left the king, he went to a fellow-servant who owed him a few thousand dollars. He grabbed him by the throat and demanded instant payment. His fellow-servant fell down before him and begged for a little more time. Be patient, and I will pay it, he pleaded. But his creditor wouldn't wait. He had the man arrested and jailed until the debt could be paid in full. When some of the other servants saw this, they were very upset. They went to the king and told him what had happened. Then the king called in the man he had forgiven and said, You evil servant! I forgave you that tremendous debt because you pleaded with me. Shouldn't you have mercy on your fellow servant, just as I had mercy on you? Then the angry king sent the man to prison, until he had paid every penny. That's what my heavenly Father will do to you if you refuse to forgive your brothers and sisters in your heart. After Jesus had finished saying these things, he left Galilee and went southward to the region of Judea and into the area east of the Jordan River. Vast crowds followed him there, and he healed their sick. Some Pharisees came and tried to trap him with this question. Should a man be allowed to divorce his wife for any reason? Haven't you read the scriptures? Jesus replied. They record that from the beginning God made them male and female. And he said, This explains why a man leaves his father and mother and is joined to his wife, and the two are united into one. Since they are no longer two but one, Let no one separate them, for God has joined them together. Then why did Moses say a man could merely write an official letter of divorce and send her away? They asked. Jesus replied, Moses permitted divorce as a concession to your hard-hearted wickedness, but it was not what God had originally intended. And I tell you this, a man who divorces his wife and marries another commits adultery. UNLESS HIS WIFE HAS BEEN UNFAITHFUL. JESUS' DISCIPLES THEN SAID TO HIM, THEN IT IS BETTER NOT TO MARRY. NOT EVERYONE CAN ACCEPT THIS STATEMENT, JESUS SAID. ONLY THOSE WHOM GOD HELPS. SOME ARE BORN AS eunuchs. SOME HAVE BEEN MADE THAT WAY BY OTHERS. AND SOME CHOOSE NOT TO MARRY FOR THE SAKE OF THE KINGDOM OF HEAVEN. LET ANYONE WHO CAN ACCEPT THIS STATEMENT. This week's Bible meditation, Psalms 4610. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. This
1: is Justin Hardesty, uh, 37. Uh, I'm in second phase here at the Refuge, getting ready to... uh, Phase up to uh, three on Monday. Um, I'm blessed right now to be uh, doing my servant week with uh, phase one. Um, i tell you a little bit about me. Um, I have four beautiful children Elijah, Grayson, Jaden, and Angelique. And, uh, you know, I used to think that I was coming to the refuge. And uh, that I was here for them, or that I was here for, to save a marriage, or I was here to, you know, save relationships in my family, or for my mom, or for my dad, you know, and um, I couldn't understand why uh, the last two times that I was at the refuge didn't work. And, uh, you know, the first time I was here, I stayed for... Um, until a couple weeks in the second phase. And, uh, I turned around and left. You know, and when I left, it got worse. Life got worse. It got harder. It got harder to maintain. You know, and I couldn't ever figure out why. And then I, you know, it beat me down so to the point to where I came back again in 2018. And, uh, I came back that time, uh. You know, I made it through till, uh, till uh, almost fourth phase. Um, and I ended up, uh, I guess, you know, manufacturing a way for myself to leave, um, through manipulation and other things. And, you know, I went back out there and then again, I couldn't figure out why things weren't getting any better, you know? And, uh, you know, I figured, uh, A uh, change in uh, scenery would help, so, you know, I took off and went out to Texas, and I was working in the oil fields, and, you know, and was doing really well for myself in a worldly sense, but uh, in a spiritual sense, I was dead inside, and I just could never figure out why and why I felt the way I did, and, you know, like, the one thing was is that I was, you know, I was always taking me with me you know, and I wasn't giving things to, uh, God, and, uh, you know, this time when I came back to the refuge, uh, I was out in Texas here, first of all, I was out in Texas, and, uh, Pastor Mike, uh, got a hold of me on Messenger, and he was like, you know, hard to see you've been put on my, my heart, you know, and I feel like you need to come back and, uh, finish your commitment here, and, uh, you know, I basically told the man he was crazy, and, uh, I, uh, I remember uh, getting off the messenger with him and thinking, man, I'm not going back. I'm not giving up another 13 months. And you know, I, I uh, prayed and I felt led to uh, park the semi I was driving and uh, get on a Greyhound bus and uh, come back to Ohio. So that's what I did a day after talking to him. Um I laid in bed for about 7 days and still empty inside wanting to die. Um You know and a guy got a hold of me um by the name of Brandon Paxton from Thompson's and uh got on messenger and he uh he was like hey he was like you've been put on my heart today pretty heavy. I've been splitting wood all day and he said I just keep thinking about you. He's like you ever thought about coming back? know i kind of knew right then and there you know the spirit was prompting me to you know to uh, fulfill my commitment that i had made to god and uh so i got a hold of pastor mike on messenger and i asked him if i would be uh accepted and uh he said definitely and uh he told me to stay in contact with him until you know i came in thursday and i did and you know some uh, awesome things happened. My father had never, you know, took him took the time to take me anywhere to any kind of rehab or anything. Um, and this time he, he came out and told me he's like, "Son, I want to take you." And you know, it was just another confirmation that the spirit was working man. And so I came down and I, uh, you know, I submitted to another uh, 13 months here at the refuge. And uh, I would have to say that this time the thing that's different is the submiss- submittant part. Is that uh, I gave everything to Him this time. And uh, the reason why I'm here this time is not for, you know, family, for children, for uh, a marriage, um, for a wife. Um, I'm solely here for a relationship with God. And I'm solely here to uh, allow him to uh, fix in me what I could never fix you know to uh, build a, uh, a kingdom man and a man that can uh, you know hopefully one day go out and help others that were in the same uh, the same boat uh, usually I'm I'm all right with doing these and, This time, it's just hard, man, because like I said, it's kind of bittersweet. Like, you know, we worked so hard to go to a third phase or, you know, to do that phase up, man. And, uh, you know, I worked hard at, you know, just doing, you know, what the coordinators asked and, you know, what I felt, you know, my spirit was uh, prompting me to do, you know, and being accountable to my brothers and accountable to God and, you know, I really don't want to leave here, um, but I know that this is the next step, and uh, I know that you know God's got uh, great things in store for me. And uh, if there's one thing I can leave you guys leave you guys with is uh, just submit, and then submit some more, and then if you haven't submitted enough, submit some more again, and uh, let God work. Um, I love each and every one of you. I'm here for any of you that need me. And, uh, like to shout out to my first phase brothers that I've been here with all week. I love you guys. You're doing great. Uh, each and every one of you, um, are able to do it. I know it. I believe it. And, uh, we don't live by coincidence. God's got you here for a reason. And, uh. To all my second phase brothers I love each and every one of you also Um It's been great sharing this experience With you Um It's not over I'll see you in third phase And uh To all my other brothers And uh To the coordinators Thank you for everything that you've done for me thus far Uh thank you for keeping me uncomfortable And uh Keeping me in that fire And uh I don't know, that's all I got for you guys, man, I love you, and uh, just let God work. Psalm 23,
0: verses 1 through 6, a psalm of David, the Lord is my shepherd, I have everything I need, he lets me rest in green meadows, he leads me beside peaceful streams, He renews my strength. He guides me along right paths, bringing honor to his name. Even when I walk through the dark valley of death, I will not be afraid, for you are close beside me. Your rod and your staff protect and comfort me. You prepare a feast for me in the presence of my enemies. You welcome me as a guest, anointing my head with oil my cup overflows with blessings. Surely your goodness and unfailing love will pursue me all the days of my life, and I will live in the house of the Lord forever. Proverbs chapter 5, verses 22 and 23. An evil man is held captive by his own sins. They are ropes that catch and hold him. He will die for lack of self-control. He will be lost because of his incredible folly.